All right, and and that's a message that we've received from just one listener uh, who was, uh, you know, imploring us to take a look at the issue of Msundizi and Msunduzi, uh, rather, and some of the challenges that have befallen that particular municipality. Let me welcome to the show Sabelo Gwala, who is the Salga KZN Executive Officer. Mr. Gwala, good morning to you. Good morning and uh, good morning to the SAFM listeners. Maybe just to correct, I'm the Director of Operations at Salga in KZN. Okay, Director of Operations. Thanks. Thank you so much for that. And Jay Jagwanth, who is a community activist. And uh, Jay, I understand that you're also from that area. Good morning to you, Kathy. Good morning, Mr. Kuala. Good morning to the listeners of SAFM. Yes, I am from Pijan And... uh, Disappointing that our honourable mayor is not available today, but things do happen and people have to get called out. Yes. And so I, I was actually about to say that to you because, of course, I don't know if you were able to catch catch the earlier part of the show. I know that I did catch you, the earlier part. Yeah, I, I know that both of you were told that uh, the mayor, Mzimkulu Tebolla, was going to be part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And in the last 20 minutes before 11 o'clock, um, our team was notified that the mayor has had um, some unforeseen challenges come up and he will no longer be part of the conversation. They have not provided anybody to take his place in as far as this conversation is concerned. So there has been plenty of opportunity given, um, at least on the part of the municipality, to set the record straight where some of the issues which we'll be discussing over the next hour are concerned. Jay, perhaps let me begin with you. You know, many South Africans right now who would have heard of Sunduzi municipality would have um, would have seen the protests, the ongoing protests uh, that have been held there in the last couple of weeks with residents really raising the issue of electricity and water and how um, they are experiencing unbearable shortages when it comes to the delivery of of those two services in particular. Man, that's very true. In fact, uh, yesterday alone in Peter Maritzburg, there was close to 200 outages. And last week was the worst week, I would say, in the history of Peter Maritzburg in terms of electricity outages, mm. the entire city. And what springs to my mind immediately is that people that live in old age homes, the elderly, the very elderly, they get left without electricity for three days, four days in a row, mm-hmm. and no communication is relayed to them by the ward council or the municipality to inform them that this is going to happen. And those who have family can go to family, but those who don't have family have to sit it out in the cold and the dark. That's how irresponsible and uncaring Insanduzi has become. If I understand you correctly, the power cuts that Msunduzi is facing are, are beyond the load shedding that is being implemented by ESCOM. Is that what's happening here? That's absolutely correct. The power cuts are not, nothing to do with load shedding. In fact, Imsinduzi is complaining for a long time now that the power cuts are due to theft of electricity cables, which is very, very true. Theft is very rife in the city, and they don't have the resources to uh, catch up with thieves. And secondly, they blame infrastructure. Now here, Imsinduzi needs to get take responsibility for this. 
we 25 years into democracy, there should have been some forward planning and some money put aside every year for infrastructure development and upgrading of infrastructure. At the moment, they are saying that they have plans and they have money set aside to start with infrastructure. Presently, infrastructure is being maintained. Uh, maintenance work has been carried out at the moment. But then you ask, why is maintenance work being done in winter when the demand for electricity is very high? And on Sunday, they shut down electricity in an area mm. in Woodburn for 14 hours, but the schedule said it would be closed for 12 hours. So mm. it's totally out of control, the electricity management in Peter Maritzburg. How long has this been going on for? For the last three years, four years. And when you think about this, uh, we are under administration. And we under administration from 2010. And look where we are now. And when MZ came in as the mayor, he came in with his own deputy and there was a big reshuffle in the municipality. Councillors were moved out, people were moved out of strategic positions mm. and believing that the municipality is now going to work. But all the ANT was they gave us very, very old wine and they put it in a new bottle and bluffed us. Because we are worse off now than we were three or four years ago. The challenges that are being raised by residents in the municipality are not just limited to water and electricity. And I suppose, you know, these issues are, are crucial because they affect the, the daily running of, of people's That's lives. It. You know, you can't leave your house if you haven't brushed your teeth, if you haven't had an opportunity to Thank at you. least wash your face. And and so if, if you don't have water, you don't have electricity, you're really being given very little options. That's so true. And this is why the people in Peter Maritzburg are up in arms. And uh, what happens is that uh, we, at the same time, Peter Maritzburg is not growing. There's no industry that's coming to Peter Maritzburg. Businesses have moved out of Peter Maritzburg because mm-hmm. we have nothing to offer them. We have no good electricity infrastructure. We, our water infrastructure is failing. So there's nothing there to say. Mr. Businessman, Mkondeni is our industrial hub. Please come to Mkondeni. Mkondeni is a, a sight for sore eyes at the moment. The streets are full of potholes. There is nothing there that would say to any business, let's go and relocate to the capital city, mm. go to Mkondeni. You've been raising these issues with the local authorities for some time now. Generally, what has been the, the response to uh, some of the problems and concerns you've been raising? Well, uh, I can take you back to maybe three years when I met with the municipal manager and I've raised many issues that I've raised with you and I've raised other issues. Mm. There came a point in our discussion when he asked me to leave his offices. Mm. And I said, no, I'm not going to leave. I have a right to be here and you have a right to listen to me. And I stood my ground and that meeting happened, but nothing came out of it. Mm. So effectively, uh, you know, beyond that moment, were you given another hearing? Um, What is the response of the council right now? They don't care. They simply don't care. We have a call center that's dysfunctional. If I have a problem where there's no water in my area or in my home, 
you have to send a message to your counsellor or you have to send a message to somebody who knows somebody to get the message across because mm. it doesn't function at all. And this issue of the call centre has been raised timelessly with officials, with counsellors, in the media, in the printed media. And the, the, the response that is printed below a letter is that this was sent to the municipality for comment and no comment was forthcoming. Like it happened to you today, it happens to us every day. Jay, this is nothing new. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, in the midst of all of these failures of delivery of very basic things, we, of course, are also dealing with a municipality that is not exempt from um, the, you know, the crime of, of corruption that we have seen other municipalities in the country, you know, engulfed in. That's true. Corruption corruption is something that's prevalent in our municipality, in all municipalities. But that should not impact so adversely that when you need to make a phone call to complain that you have no electricity for two days, you don't know who to phone. The, the Auditor General's office carried out an investigation and an audit was done, and we didn't get a clean audit. We were red flagged for the amount of money we spent on security. Mm. If that money that is spent on security was channeled into service delivery, it would make the lives of a few people comfortable, better, not comfortable, make their lives better. And you're not going to do us a favor. It's what we pay for. We expect something in return. But what we get back in return at the moment is a big Zero. Jay Jagwanth is a community activist at, at the Msunduzi uh, municipality and he's been giving us just a breakdown of some of the issues that they face within this municipality. Um, let me go to Sabelo Gwala, who is the director of operations of, uh, at Salga uh, in KZN. Mr. Gwala, perhaps Salga's own reflections on the state of the Msunduzi municipality? No, thank you very much. Let me first of all um, convey um, my sympathies with uh, the, the comments that have just been made. Um, you know, these are not uh, comments that one takes lightly, and these are comments that uh, signify a, an ongoing frustration with the system. Um, and of course, they are one-sided, and I'm, I don't mean by, by by that to suggest that um, uh, they are the entire picture. But in and of themselves, they they they, they show a picture of something that we definitely need to to address. Let me get uh, uh, to 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 maybe <clears throat> highlighting just uh, the pick up on a point that he made about security, uh, for example. Um, so the uh, waste manager for for Msunduzi will will procure a yellow plant for picking up uh, waste in Msunduzi um, area, but immediately that budget will have to also cater for security of that plant to secure it. Otherwise, um, uh, it will be vandalized. It will be misused. It will be it will uh, uh, be. Uh, not used properly. So part of that uh, ongoing challenge of this particular area, one needs to take a systemic approach. And I don't, by what I'm about to say now, undermine what 
uh, the speaker has just said now because these are valid points. But I would like to just elevate the, the discussion to be more systemic because we make a hoo-ha when we hear these stories and it's a big issue, but then they prop up again in another. Today it is Msunduzi, tomorrow it would be uh, another municipality elsewhere. And we never get to talk at a systemic level. Where are the challenges that, uh, that lead us to where we are? And a municipality is not different to, for example, the SAPC or anywhere else where you have got to run the institution properly, but you've also got to look at its capabilities to manage its affairs and support it. Since the, the, the dawn of democracy, we have had Section 154, which compels provincial and national government to support municipalities. And since uh, the, the, over 10 years I've been a, a, a member of SALGA, I've never heard a mayor refusing to be supported. Or mayors generally will, will uh, accept experts that come to assist from national government and provincial government because of recognizing the magnitude of the challenges that they face. Um, and yet... These have not been able to yield uh, uh, sustainable results. Even Salga itself in Msunduzi around uh, up to 2011 had uh, uh, seconded senior management in that, in that municipality. And even now we have an expert seconded to the municipality. So these challenges are systemic and they deal with the geography of the area specifically, but also how the municipality is structured from a governance and legislation point of view. And I'll get in, 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 into depth probably on, on these aspects, but I grew up in that particular area, and I know that that municipality is centered around a town which makes uh, the income of the area, but there are a number of outlying wards, which those wards are subsidized and are cross-subsidized by other functions. And it's in those wards and the inner city town requires substantial resources. And, and unless the budget is structured in such a way that you are able to protect the inner city, the CBD, and, and, and upgrade the infrastructure there while still ensuring proper upgrade and, and service provision in the outlying areas, you are going to have that, 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 that constant tension between expanding service delivery as well as retaining existing delivery. And I hope this of, answers of, yeah. partly yeah. the question of uh, why you would perhaps uh, have differing uh, maintenance plans and so forth. Mr. Gwala, if, if I heard um, Jay correctly, what, he, what he's saying is that there has been a regression of service delivery in that particular <laughs> municipality. And, and I, I hear you on why and how some of the challenges can be systemic. Um, but the reality is that systems are implemented by human beings and these are officials that are put in different positions to ensure that systems work. And if the systems don't work, to try and change them. By and large, if you are going to be cutting off people's power and not even bothering to tell them how long they can expect to be without electricity. That's not a problem. That's not a systemic problem. Mm-hmm. It's somebody just simply not doing their job. 
And 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 I think the the, the speaker did uh, uh, indicate that a 12-hour notice was given uh, to say for 12 hours, but it lasted maybe 14 hours instead of 12 hours, and that that in itself shows that the municipality made an effort to communicate that there would be this outage. But nonetheless, let us go straight to the point of saying: Has there been a, a regression or, or in the experience that citizens are getting? And definitely in these times that we are living in, uh, you citizens of it, of of, of would have had an article in newspapers saying that. Umsundus requires substantial resources and payment for services in order to maintain its maintenance plan. And uh, Umsundus has not lied about that. They've been upfront to communicate that uh, they're having cash flow problems resulting from uh, lockdowns that have occurred, which have plummeted their collections. Now, if you can't collect and you are a municipality of Umsundus' size, immediately that impacts how quickly you can maintain your infrastructure. Even existing projects have to be uh, delayed in order for you to, but to the manage problems, your But the problem started before COVID. Yeah, Thank that you. is true. Um, but in what is being said is, is, in fact, an admission that the municipality is maintaining these services, but is saying, please be patient, we will be... Um, we will be. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Gwala, with all due respect, yeah. listening to what Jay is saying, there's nothing that is being maintained. The, you know, if, if we just take the voice note of, of, of one of our listeners that sent us saying, she, you know, they don't have any water, she doesn't have any water to, mm. to get things done, that doesn't sound like maintenance. It sounds like a lack of basic provision. Uh, let me do this. We're going to continue the conversation with um, uh, the conversation on the Msunduzi municipal. I'll also be taking your calls, Pastor Nene. I see you. You'll be the first one on my list uh, when when we take the calls just after the latest 11.30 news headlines. Of course, you can also get in touch with us on this conversation. The number to use uh, this morning, 011-714-2006. If you're out in Msunduzi, you can also WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. SAFM. Prime time all day long. All right, we continue our conversation focusing on the Msunduzi municipality for uh, today. Jay, I just want to give you uh, an opportunity to respond to what Mr. Gwala was saying, and then I'm going to go to the phone lines. Pastor Nene, I'll be beginning with you. Thank you so much. Mr. Gwala spoke about the yellow plant, and he spoke about the waste management, where when you acquire a yellow plant, uh, you now have to get security. The situation at our waste management is out of control where the South African Human Rights Commission has taken it in Lucy to court for the poor management of that site. Mm. So it highlights again nothing that uh, Mr. Guala is saying, but it is showing the lack of skill and total incompetence. And when somebody goes into the waste management area, they have to go with security because it has now got so dangerous. Secondly, we are having a cash flow problem. I agree with him. Uh, and the cash flow problem stems, I think, from COVID last year. It's gone worse. Before that, there was a problem. 
But after COVID, the cash flow problem has become a serious issue where Maritzburg is a small town. There's not much economic growth and development taking place here. Thousands of people are now without jobs. Mm. And the repayment plans that the municipality has put in place are very, very cold and heartless. They want 50% down in the balance over three months. You take an indigent person who's living off a FAFA grant, how do they pay 50% down and the balance over three months? No thought has been put into extending a payment plan, drawing up a new credit plan to accommodate people and their problems. And uh, I seem to disagree with him Mm. when it comes to officials. We have highly incompetent officials working in Peter Marant's work. Mm. And there was an article on the 27th of May, I think, by the MEC from for Cocteau, who spoke about skills and developing skills with counselors. But I don't think the problem is with counselors. We need to develop the officials that work with people. And yes, they gave us notice for 12 hours for planned Your call has been placed on hold. Please Planned maintenance. Mm. However, last week, Cleveland, Holly Road in Cleveland, had no electricity for five days and there was no communication and there was no way a message could be sent to the municipality mm. until somebody had to drive up to them and tell them we have no electricity now mm. for five days. Mm. Mm. So it's nothing that uh, is new. It's there. It's been happening long before COVID, as you had mentioned. Uh, we're just getting bad. As we're getting worse as the days are going on. Let me go to the phone lines and kick it off with Pastor Nene. You're calling us from Peter Maritzburg. Good morning to you, Pastor Nene. Uh, good morning, Katie, and your guests mm. and the listeners at large. Mm. I'd like to, to weigh in on this matter of our municipality. I hear Pepet or Babagwana, he's speaking of uh, the matters of COVID 19. COVID 19 is something of yesterday. That, that is yesterday. It, it, it hasn't been with us for long, mm-hmm. but here at Msunduzi, we've been suffering, Auskete. Mm-hmm. We've been suffering in terms of water and electricity. We've been suffering. You see, we, 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 we think there is corruption in this municipality. Tell you what, when it comes to water, when it comes to water, they turn off our water and then they switch them on at night. Who, who wants to go out at night and get water? Who, who wants to do that? Mm-hmm. And, and when they bring water with their water tank, there is one truck for the whole community, and then it's gone. How can you live, how, how can you live like that? Mm-hmm. Even with the matter of electricity, it, it's not load shedding. They turn it off for 10 hours, 11 hours, and the worst thing, there's no communication. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's happening in our municipality. No one comes out and tells us what's happening. Lucky to my brother, at least they were told that it was going to be off for 10 hours or so. But there's no communication, nothing with us in this municipality. Unfortunately, our dear mayor is not available at this moment. Mm-hmm. We, we, are, we are suffering. What, suffering. What, what, what would you want to ask the mayor, Pastor Nene? I would love to ask the mayor whether has he got competent people doing the work in that municipality. 
are they competent enough to do their work? Because it seems as if those people who are in high offices, they, they don't know what they are doing. Mm. It doesn't filter down to the community at large. Pastor Nene, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. I'm going to ask you to stay on the line because uh, I'm just, I've just got an indication from my producers that, in fact, the mayor has uh, has decided to uh, join this conversation after all. Let me welcome then uh, to this talk today, Mzimkulu Tebolla. Uh, he is the executive mayor at the Msunduzi municipality. Uh, good morning, uh, Councillor, and thank you for your time. Uh, good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. Uh, to Jay and of course to Mr. Kwala. Thank, thank you for being for being able for being able to to join us. Um, were there any you know? Okay, let me actually let let me let that that issue go because uh, of course we were told that you were unable to to join us earlier on today due to unforeseen challenges. Yes, my apologies. Uh, first of all, as we speak, I had to get out of another municipal business. Uh, we are in conversation with young people at DUT as we speak, but uh, we had to give the listeners space to also communicate with us since I had to get out of that meeting. It's still continuing as we speak, but I had to come out just to maybe respond to some of the questions so it's not as a result of maybe not wanting to engage with the community or maybe looking down upon this program we actually appreciate this opportunity because it also gives us a platform to clarify some of the issues that might be of importance to the people of the city one of the things that has been express, expressed by our listeners, let me actually read you what Sandy Mnikati said on social media. He said, Kathy, I'm really not surprised that the mayor cancelled last minute on you guys. Msunduzi is a mess literally and figuratively. The town is filthy and the administration there is also filthy. He says, Jay is also part of the problem. It's the ANC uh, that is the problem in Msunduzi. Can you respond to that for me? (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure what what tools he is using to say the ANC is part of the problem in Msunduzi because continuously the people of Msunduzi like anywhere else in the country have given the ANC the mandate to govern the city. Uh, this happened in the last elections in 2016 and we believe it's still going to happen but of course I'm not on about that today How long has the municipality been under administration? Uh, the administration came into the municipality in 2018 so it's almost three years now. Uh, but remember, it was just before the general elections where the current premier and the chairperson of the ANC in the province uh, made a public announcement to the people of the of Msundose and said 
the ANC is going to intervene. The intervention which happened in 2019, August, when the new leadership came in. Of course, uh, we took over a municipality that really needed some attention. The attention which I believe we are giving to this municipality. Let me let me bring back into the conversation Pastor Nene in Peter Marisburg who wanted to ask you a specific question, Mayor. Uh, Pastor Nene, go for it. Uh, uh, thank you, Katie. Uh, I'm the Baba Mayor. From the Social Pavilion. Now, Baba Mayor, I would like to pose this question. I hear you. You are bragging that we we have put back the ANC into power and whatever the Prima has been saying to fix the municipality. But it has been like that even before the ANC was on power. So there's nothing new that we've we've put the ANC into power. It has been into power. But my question is that, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, do you have uh, competent people who are able to communicate with us as community as to what happens in terms of water, electricity, or sanitation? Because I'm asking that question simply because, uh, Baba Mayor, we don't get the message, we don't get the communication. I believe, uh, Pastor Nene, we communicate with the community. Of course, with COVID, uh, we might, we, we needed to change the manner in which we communicate. But with the recent outages in the city, uh, most of which were planned outages, especially when it comes to electricity, we have communicated with the communities that are or that were going to be affected. For example, just last week, Monday, when we tabled the budget, we informed the public of Msundus that we are prioritizing uh, repairs to our infrastructure, electricity being the priority. We then went on and informed the public that there will be planned outages, some which were supposed to take 10 to 12 hours, some which might have taken even more than that because we are targeting the primary substations that have been giving us challenges uh, for a few years now, which we acknowledge that we are a growing city. We, every year, as we're preparing for the elections now, our city has grown, but the infrastructure, or when it was planned, it was not planned to respond to the needs of a growing city. It was just planned to accommodate a few that were then benefiting from this government, and we are changing that. So we communicate with our communities at all times. You see, like just last week, I'll make a typical example. There was a 10-hour outage in Sweetwater's Hilton area and surroundings, and that was a planned outage due to the upgrades to our crossways substations. Last week, we had the same Retief Street primary substation, which 
is one of the oldest. Now, the transformers there were installed somewhere in 1973, in 1974, and it only takes about 25 years for a transformer to be still in a good running condition. We are changing all that infrastructure, which then impacts negatively on the community as we upgrade our infrastructure. Uh, Pastor Mm. Pastor Nene, is this something that you were aware of, that you were told before um, by communications from the municipality? Up until this day, nothing, Katie. That's why I was asking that question that, it doesn't filter down to us as community. It, it mm-hmm. might have been spoken in, in the offices, and then, so it means it ended up, it ends up there. No, it's a matter for people who are living in the city who are able to get community. For, for us, people who are outside of the city, we don't get communication and, and as far as those matters are concerned. Even with water. They turn on our water at night while we're sleeping. So that doesn't sound there's a planning on that mm. to us. All right, all right, Pastor Nene, thanks for that. Before maybe he hangs up, if I may ask Pastor Nene exactly where is he calling from so that maybe I can respond directly to his question because my response, I believe, was a general response to what has been happening. In the municipality. I'm, I'm calling from Baba Mayor. So the issue of the aging infrastructure that I'm referring to. Uh, in terms of electricity, does not necessarily affect that area. And the water? Yes, the water. But if at any given time uh, there is electricity failure, surely we use electricity to pump water into various areas. Uh, Where such happens, we always find alternative means like use of water tankers, just to make sure that our people continuously get a decent service. Of course, we know that is not enough. Like I said, we are a growing city. Uh, That means then we always will always face a challenge of lack of enough resources to address the needs of the city. That we acknowledge. Jay, let me bring you into the conversation here, perhaps an opportunity just to respond to some of the things that the mayor has said. I'm going to be very fair to the mayor. Firstly, uh, I'm so glad that the mayor and I can talk on on air. Uh, The mayor has blocked me on WhatsApp because I've sent some very demanding questions to him. And uh, let that be. I think, in all fairness, when there is planned maintenance, Notices do go out on social media, but it reaches a group of people. As Pastor Nenna said, it wouldn't reach people at grassroots because everybody doesn't have that kind of a cell phone or everybody is not connected to social media where messages can get relayed to them. But when there is planned maintenance, yes, messages are sent out. Why has the mayor blocked you? (laughs) <laughs> he has to tell me why he blocked me. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, indeed, indeed, you can unblock me now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 
Kathy. Yes. I know Mr. Jaguant personally. I don't have a reason to block him on WhatsApp. <laughs> but of course, if he uses a pseudonym or anything, that might be in a position to abuse my person as a mayor. Surely I might have blocked him, but I always beg as a pastor, and I said I'm breaking, that I'm one of the most accessible mayors. Of course, not comparing myself to anybody, but ask any citizen of the city. Let me they have my telephone number. It's on our website or on our web page. I am accessible on all social media platforms just to make sure that we continuously communicate with the people of the city. But of course, having said that, if anybody... And this, I think it's proper that we place it on record now. If anybody then abuses me, and I'm saying this because there's only one person, and only one person, I won't mention what name did he go about, whom I blocked on WhatsApp, but there's nobody else that I've ever blocked on WhatsApp because we accept criticism. We also accept accolades where they are true. We know very well that it takes both rain and sun for a flower to grow. It cannot just grow if there's no sun or there's no rain. Jay? Yes, ma'am, yeah. I'm blocked and I stand by my word and I'm not going to make that an issue because it's a big issue. And do you think that it's related? Do you think that, yes, yes, If I may challenge Jay just to say my number on air now and tell me if there's anything like I'm saying there's only one customer or resident that I know that I blocked him because he was abusing me always using in fact he was using provocative language towards me which then I felt that it's better that I don't communicate with that person because I might use words that I might maybe at times regret so uh, to put it bluntly, it's right. not sure what Mr. J is saying currently. Well, let's let's get let's get another view in here. Spongise Nimajola is the DA Exco member at the Umsunduzi municipality. Mr. Majola, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to our listeners. Mm. Talk to me about some of the things that the mayor has been saying. Is he right? Is he the most accessible mayor that uh, one one can find in any municipality? Uh, well, I cannot dispute that mm. uh, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a sense that well, uh, on the twenty seventh of December twenty nineteen, uh, when he was. Uh, having a couple of months in the office, uh, I invited him in terms of highlighting some other few issues which led to Umsundus into this situation. Uh, amongst other issues was the known uh, illegal uh, connections. Uh, I, in, I personally invited him um, and uh, fortunately enough, he accepted my invitation. Uh, my invitation was arising from the report that we received from the former uh, uh, ministerial admin, uh, ministerial representative, uh, Mr. Spusiso Stolle, 
in terms of what is the status of uh, the, the 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 revenue at Msundusi, where contained on that report, he indicated that Umsunduzi uh, it's got um, thirty four thousand two hundred and thirty nine prepaid meters. Of those thirty four thousand two hundred and thirty nine. Only 11,368 that are active, meaning that there are 11,000 that are generating income. Uh, in other words, it means that 22,871 will are uh, enjoying uh, free and unlimited um, <coughs> services from Sunduz. The, the other, that is with regards to electricity, with regards to water, there is an area uh, which is called Vulindlela uh, here. It's part of Sunduzi. It's got 10 watt, 1 to 9 plus uh, 39. From that section of area, uh, there was a reason that was stated by the fin- finance department in terms of actual reading of meters. So we introduced something called um, flat rating. Uh, which is a hurricane deity, lousy hurricane deity, uh, without uh, considering uh, the consumption per household. Well, through that uh, arrangement, uh, we built 17.7 million. Uh, unfortunately, we collected lousy 433,000 of, of that 17. Uh, 0.7 million we built, percentage speaking, which means that we only collected mm. lousy 2%. Well, uh, as a seasoned councillor, since the mayor was not part of the council in the beginning, uh, I invited him because more than being a councillor, I'm also a resident. I do experience all these things uh, on, on every, on a daily basis. Uh, he accepted my, my, my invitation. He brought in uh, expenditure department. He brought in revenue. He brought in electricity. He brought in water. Because I didn't want it to sound like I was sporting, I said when I briefed the team at his uh, boardroom at the municipal offices, I said, we will start from the first house. Yes, we went out. Uh, it was about uh, 20 vehicles that uh, accompanied us in terms of that uh, site visit. Sure, sure. We yeah. entered the first one. I was proved correct. We entered the second one. I was proved correct. And then uh, the, 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 the scaring part around that, uh, the, the, the is also businesses. In particular, I will mention one. Uh, the, the, Mr. Majola, I'm going to ask you to, to, to make your point very quickly. We're running out of time. So, well, uh, um, uh, the, the, the car wash, uh, are in, in terms of running their businesses, generating their revenue, they are using, electric, they are, they are using electricity and water. Well, we went to one. There was a meter. There was electricity. But there was nothing that indicated that it's part of uh, Umsundu is on the, the Umsundu's database. The last point, uh, it's with regards to the organism, organogram, which we approved in 2013. 
we've got 6,170 uh, total vacancies uh, post As we speak right now, we've got 3,393, which is 55%. We've got 2,777 uh, vacancies, which is 40, uh, uh, 45%. I will just zoom technical sure. services All where right. the actual service delivery Ms. is taking yeah. place. <laughs> we, are sitting, we are sitting at 57% vacancy. Mr. Majola, I'm going to ask you to, to pause it there. Uh, I'm not sure who... Um, Councillor, Mr. Tibelo, is, is that you giggling there? Yes, I'm not sure. Okay, yes. okay. I, I'm just glad because your question, I believe Councillor Majola has directly responded to it. Of course, I'm not going to be discussing all the other issues they raised, but the question was simple. Am I correct in saying I believe I'm the most accessible mayor? And the response from him yes. clearly talks or just confirmed what I said. I believe I am accessible to everybody in this city. All right. I'm going yeah. to ask you to pause it there. Let me take the views of uh, some of the listeners who are also tuned in. to Jay, I think it's time that the citizens of Peter Maritzburg bring a class action against the municipality. If not, they would never listen. They're good to waste the taxpayers' money but and sit in the office and do absolutely nothing. Thank you. It's Ronnie from Durban. Hi, Kathy. The problems at Msunduzi have been going on forever. And um, people have left. Businesses have left. Industry has left. The... The town is getting more and more decrepit. It is systemic problems. It's not something where they haven't done this or they haven't done they haven't done it for ten years and that's the problem. Mm. And it's just been getting worse and worse and worse. Now it's putting people's lives at risk. Those people who are left, the C V D is just dangerous. It is full of crime and grime and uh, I don't know. It's 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 political. It's it's nothing else. So new broom comes in. They they promise everything. Nothing changes because the politics doesn't change. That's the issue. All right. So those are just some of the views of residents out in Msunduzi. You heard from the mayor. He says he's available and um, he tackles issues head on. Uh, the view of Salga also being represented there. But uh, Jay, who is part of the who's a community activist, um, unfortunately, has a different experience. And uh, even the experience of, of some of the listeners uh, who um, who are residents of Msunduzi being quite different. So they certainly certainly is a disconnect there. You'll make up your own mind about what's really happening in that municipality. It's midday. Let me hand you over to Sakina Kamwendo.